Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Great morning, high achieving preneurs. Welcome to the call. Let's just jump right in. So we're continuing our series in breaking down each letter of the word entrepreneur, discussing the various characteristics and principles that apply as an entrepreneur. And today, we're on the 11th letter, the U. Wow. We're in the home stretch, everybody. So the U is for undertaking. Undertaking. So entrepreneur is French, the French word <clears throat> that means one who undertakes something. And what is being undertaken is an enterprise. And an enterprise can be almost any kind of activity, okay? Um, now, the German equivalent term for entrepreneur is, I'm going to try, try to pronounce it, excuse me, it's for undertake. It's, it's spelled U-N-T-E-R-N-E-H-M-E-R. And that's pronounced winternimmer. Okay, I, I tried it. Okay, so, and it means to undertake. So an entrepreneur is a person who undertakes the risk to begin and maintain a productive operation, usually in an independent capacity. And although there are many undertakings, there are a few main under, undertakings of an entrepreneur that we're going to discuss today because we only have a few minutes, right? So let's start with the first one. The first undertaking is business operations. So entrepreneurs are defined as one who seeks out opportunities. And opportunity, opportunities, excuse me, business opportunities is the first one, okay? Business opportunities, that's the first undertaking. Entrepreneurs are defined as one who seeks out opportunities and opportunities that can grow your business or boost sales. Identify which product to add and which market to expand to. As an entrepreneur, we seek to listen to potential clients and be open to opportunities that perhaps can that we can perhaps adapt to cater to our clients' needs. Talking to customers and clients and even others can make it easier to identify some frustrations and experiences. And by doing a little bit of competitive analysis as an entrepreneur, we can find out what other businesses are doing to solve those same challenges. There's nothing wrong with a little competitive analysis. And it can be done by also by reading other publications in a specific industry, even watch shows like Shark Tank or listen to podcasts, right? So there are lots of ways that we can be open to opportunities and seeking out opportunities to improve upon our business endeavors, okay? So the first one is business opportunities. The second one, business operations. I was really trying to get to that, right? <laughs> business operations because business technology, technology evolves, and it is evolving at a rapid pace. And so a business product or service can be rendered obsolete if we're not paying attention to the technology. It can be rendered obsolete due to new technology 
entering the marketplace. And so as an entrepreneur, we're responsible for continuously updating the technology that we use in our business processes and activities, okay? So that's number two. Number three, business structure. That's another, another undertaking is organizing the business structure, determining if you're planning to create a team, uh, if you're going to include independent contractors, or maybe you need a VA for your business or even vendors and collaborating with partners and, and looking at ways you can expand and market your business by strategic collaboration. So you're responsible for defining the roles of those different entities in your business, okay? So that's business structure. Then business activities, that's number four. A traditional role for entrepreneurs would be initiating, leading, and growing a business to its maturity. As entrepreneurs, we must understand every aspect of our business so that we're able to make critical decisions regarding how the business can continue to provide services and products that's going to benefit those we serve and being able to identify any gaps and making plans on how to address them, okay? So that's business activities. Then business maturity. So I said business maturity just a second ago, right? And as I was thinking about this, I was like, okay, this is a very interesting undertaking, okay? Because some, you may be thinking this, I kind of was thinking this at first. It was like, okay, so I've been doing this business for 20 years, okay? Maybe that's what your thought is, like, I've been a coach for 20 years or I've been, you know, whatever that is. So maybe that's what a mature business is. Like, you know what you're doing, right? Does that make your business mature? Is that what, is, what it means to have a mature business? Well, I'm so glad you asked. So when we look at business maturity, we're referring to how consistently processes and procedures are followed how effectively or how efficiently established systems are utilized and how we consistently provide remarkable client care and amazing experiences for those we serve. And so as I was looking at this, I was looking at this, I was thinking, okay, how do you know that your business is mature? Okay? Well, there's several things to look at. Number 1, your mission and vision statements, okay? What do you work to accomplish every day? For example, my mission is helping women over 50 to create online businesses that they love. That hasn't always been my mission. It recently became more of my mission. But keeping that, keeping that in front of me helps me to know or to determine Am I growing in this area? Am I maturing in this area, right? And so when it comes to your vision and your mission, your uh, mission and your vision uh, statement, your vision is providing an aspirational look at how your business is in the future, okay? Perhaps your financial consulting firm and your vision might be being the most trusted financial consulting firm in the market. And so we see here where both 
statements help to determine the efforts of everyone involved, right? If you're looking at your mission statement, if you're looking at your vision statement on a regular basis and you're staying in alignment with that mission and vision statement, then that helps you to become mature. Now, that's not, you don't arrive, okay? Let me just put that out there. <laughs> We're always, it's, it's, it's an ongoing process, right? So, but that's one of the ways. Um, another way is standardized, documented processes. You should have known that I was going to talk about that. So the ability to effectively manage and systematically improve your processes starts with standardized documentation. Documenting key processes facilitates consistency along with process standard standardization. It provides a means to everyone, everyone that is involved, to be accountable for executing those processes. It ensures that the things are, everything is operating efficiently and systematically and things are not falling through the cracks. So that's another way you can uh, measure your maturity level of your business. Okay, I think that's a better way to put it. All right, next, alignment of team and business owners' goals. A boat won't reach its destination unless everyone is that's rowing is moving in the same direction. That's also true in business, okay? That's also true in family relationships, right? And so if you have a team and you're setting the direction, it's the first key to success to ensure that everyone is rowing in the same direction, that the goals of the owner and the staff or the team or whoever it is you are working with Everybody is rowing in the same direction. As partners, Dorothy and I do check-ins where we discuss whether or not there's been any change in our personal goals or our personal direction that impacts our community that we serve together. One of us may have an idea that could impact the direction of maybe we thought we were going in one direction, now we're going in a different direction or we're taking a pivot or what have you. And so sometimes that may shift the responsibilities, okay? So alignment of team and business owners and partners in that respect, okay? Not to mention steady, reliable income. Some, a business cannot survive without income. Your business cannot survive without making money. It's not a business. It's a hobby, right? So some key questions of maturing of a maturing business is answering questions like, is my business bringing in a steady, reliable income? Is, um, if something were to happen, would my business still bring in an income if something were to happen to me? Is it scalable? Is it sellable? A lot of us don't even think about selling our businesses. Um, and even in that, you don't have to necessarily think about selling the business, but you want to position the business as though you're going to sell it, right? Uh, another question, am I leaving a legacy of wealth or am I leaving a legacy of death, debt in my business? So these are just some very crucial indicators of some of the undertakings of an entrepreneur that's working to mature their business. Now, by no means is this an exhaustive list, okay? Please know that. 
And so lastly, I always like to close saying this. So you probably have heard me say this before, but as believers and followers of Christ, we have unreserved access to the supernatural economy of God, which supersedes all other economies and systems. We have access to his strength, we have access to his strategies, and we have access to his systems, okay? And so one of the scriptures that I have really fallen in love with as it relates to work is Proverbs 16 and 3, where it says, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established, right? Roll over. Roll your work. Roll your labor. Roll your occupation. Roll your services, your business activities, your business structure, your business uh, opportunities, your business maturity. Roll that over, and thy thoughts shall be established. He will bring about and cause things to happen, the right plan, according to his will. Put them into your heart so that his plans become your plans. He will establish you and your plans. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you in your spiritual and entrepreneurial journey. That is always our prayer. Remember to go to wisdominspired.net for previous episodes, subscribe, and leave us a review. With that said, meet us back on the line, Mondays and Thursdays, same place, same station, same time. With more Wisdom Inspired, have a powerfully productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.